Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits slay, Shantae, you stay. You say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce, so sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. That's your host, Lenny, and I'm her camp co-host, Brendy. Hey, Brendy. Hello. You can follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and send us through any word suggestions. You certainly can. Oh. I can't believe it's been 14 days since we last saw each other, Lenny. Crazy. Tonight, if you haven't read the title of the episode, I'll give you a slight clue what we might <laughs> be talking about. Splish splash, I was taking a bath alone on a Saturday night, rubber dub, just sitting in the tub, thinking everything was all right. Yes, we are going down to the bathhouse and we are okay. getting a little bit wet. I love that. <laughs> so, a gay bathhouse is usually a commercial space for men to have sex with other men. So, it's not just used for bathing. No, it's sometimes just called a, a sauna, steam bath, or tub. And it's kind of a shame for lesbians because bathhouses do offer a service for lesbians, but it's only like quite a rare occasional thing. But some men's bathhouses do occasionally have a lesbian or queer women's only night. Bet you flock to those, Dal. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. No. Um, (laughs) But also bathhouses vary considerably in size. Um, Some can be like multi-story saunas with a whole range of like little rooms. And some have steam baths and jacuzzi tubs. And some have swimming pools, steam rooms, dry saunas, and of course showers. And some have private rooms for all manner of activities. Yes, and sexual activity. I mean, <laughs> yes. if it occurs. And well, it doesn't necessarily have to. It isn't provided by the staff of the <laughs> bathhouses, but is more so between the customers that pay to use the facilities. Yeah, and public baths actually date back to the 6th century BC. Oh, before Jeebus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they came about just 
because of the communal need for cleanliness at the time when most people didn't have access to private baths. Yeah, and the ancient Roman baths were kind of like an amusement park with games rooms, gardens, libraries, and even theatres. All very sophisticated, (laughs) Leonard. Yeah, and we associate ancient Greek baths with things like decorative marble lions, luscious pools, beautiful Greek men doing rubdowns with aromatic oils. Mm -hmm. A very camp experience altogether. And it's also been a big part of Turkish and Japanese culture too. And then in modern times, gay men have been using bathhouses for sex since at least the late 1800s and at a time when gay acts were illegal in most Western countries. And men who were caught engaging in homosexual activity were often arrested. Totally. There was actually a moment in 1903 where New York police conducted the first recorded raids on a gay bathhouse and 26 men were arrested and 12 brought to trial on sodomy charges. There was also a church in New York City that was converted into a bathhouse, Lenny, and had a reputation as one of the classiest (laughs) and safest in the region. Wow, Mm. I did not know that. I know. And then in the 1950s, the first exclusively gay bathhouses began to open in the US. And they were really important because they were considered to be oasises for gays and places where it was safe to be gay and experiment sexually. And they usually open on public holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas when some gay men were rejected by their families and had nowhere else to go. And it was in the 1960s and 70s when gay bathhouses became primarily gay-owned and operated as fully licensed gay establishments. And fun fact, some baths also offer voter registration. (laughs) In the 1980s, during one of the US elections, one of the bathhouses in New York City conducted a voter registration drive on its premises. That's actually amazing. I love it. And in Australia, the first gay steam baths in Sydney opened in 1967 called the Bondi Junction Steam Baths. And the first in Melbourne was Steamworks on La Trobe Street, which opened in 1979, but closed in 2008. R.I.P. And bathhouses were once a staple of gay life, and now they've kind of become a scarce relic of cruise culture that is rapidly disappearing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Lenny, tell me, what happens at bathhouses? I feel like you frequent them more than I do. Yes. I've got some tips based on experience. Great. Some rules and etiquette. Different ways to participate. It's all in the eyes. Yes. (laughs) Well, we did go over that in the Beats episode, so I won't go too much on how to... This is funny that I'm doing this segment when I also did the cruising Beats one and I have no experience with either. Don't lie. Okay, let's start with the rules and etiquette. (laughs) This is a rule by the venue usually. Don't fuck in the public bathing areas. You have to have sex in the designated zones, of Mm -hmm. which there are many. Be generally clean and hygienic. You know, it's the same if you're going to a, a public pool. Yes. Or just maybe having sex with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't body shame anyone. No. Don't get personally offended if someone isn't interested or rejects you. Exactly right. And then maybe don't also be stalkery or creepy. Usually that happens if someone is rejected and then they yeah, continue to kind of follow the person around and stare at them. And There's a bit of a yay and nay situation. Like, yep, let it go. Yeah, yeah. If it's a nod or a look that's you know expressed delightfully, then it yep. means it's, it's a go ahead. Yep. And if the guy shakes his head, it's... Move right along. Yes. Um, stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah, it's hot in there. Yep. It is hot in there. We're coming live from Wet on Wellington today, <laughs> Lenny and I. It's, yeah, it's it hot. It is hot in the jacuzzi. <laughs> Here's also one. Um, going barefoot. Maybe yes. advise against it. Have some like Adidas slides or something on hand. <laughs> Just your heels. Keep your <laughs> keep your feet. You know, there's, you can catch lots of things at public baths. Yeah, but you can also catch lots of things at gyms. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see many people wearing thongs in gym showers, but yeah. Oh, in the showers. Yeah, really. Yeah, oh, I would. I saw a guy once doing a workout barefoot. At the gym, I was like, well, that's not safe. I was doing safe. barefoot training. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There's if you're... Also... Oh, no, sorry, you, you go. No, 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 you go. 
I'm the expert here. Um, <laughs> if you're on a budget, bring a small little bag. Cute. Because yes. you've got your towel, condoms, water, preferred lube. Yes. And maybe an emergency douche. Love it. <laughs> uh, an emergency. <laughs> You don't have to leave once you pay to go there. And don't use the pool water. No. It's not hot. <laughs> but most of the saunas actually provide you with your with a towel. Yes. Because that's the But uniform. you might want to pop it in the bag when you get naked. Well, I think they because they have lockers. They have lockers. So yeah, but you so put if your you're little being bag. cheap, I'm saying. Yeah, true. Oh, it depends on the place. Some places, I've heard, yeah. make you pay for a locker. They do. Yes. They, you, and some are free. You pop everything in a locker. Yep. You get a little band that goes around your wrist with a key yep. on it. Yeah. Um, and then you have your little towel and... Go for Good a wonder, go. but they do provide lubricant and condoms yep. and That's safe great. sex. Also, clothing. Some places, it's the etiquette to at least kind of strip down to a towel. You may want to leave like a shirt on if you're a bit more self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to wear a little bit more, it usually has to be very sex-focused, fetish wear. You like know, a like a harness, harness or something like that. Yeah. Respect people's privacy and their right to maintain their anonymity. Yes. If they're, you know, like closeted, married, who knows what... Don't out them. It's in all the about the anonymous. Yes. Yeah. Encounter. And also be aware of Gatorade. Do you know this? Um, no. What? Well, if someone <laughs> offers you Gatorade, it's likely filled with GBH. Oh, God. So it's one of the easiest drugs to be tricked into taking, right. being in like liquid form. So just be careful of Gatorade. I hate Gatorade, so I wouldn't be tempted Yeah, by I that. don't like it's just sugar water. Yeah. But the electrolytes in the sauna when you're Why losing- Gatorade? Because it's G? I think so. Starts I think with it's, G, sorry. Yeah, maybe. There's also a bit of a rule about doors. So, oh, yeah, yeah this is actually po- good advice. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this is and, practical and, advice. And positioning yourself in one of the upstairs yep. rooms, say, such if it's a two-story sauna, yes. it might not be. It might be one of the back rooms. <laughs> but, yeah, in the maze of rooms that there are, like if you're in a room on your own and you've got the door open yep. and, say, you're a bottom who is wanting to be penetrated anally, pretty much you will lie face down on the bed yep. with the door open. Yep. So these are like codes. It doesn't give and away too much of what you're the opposite wanting, if but... you're like a top as well. Yes. Yep. So a top generally leaves the door open as well, yep. but will be lying face up on the bed okay. waiting yep. to be for serviced. Mm. Serviced. Serviced. So porny. But it's also just all in the eye contact too. Yes. A friend of mine actually worked at a sauna, a very well-known sauna in Melbourne. Was it when on Wellington? It may have been. <laughs> okay. And he may have been the mop boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how, how long did you do that job? It was at least a good six to 12 months that he wow. was the mop boy. Do you enjoy it? Look, I think it paid the bills. Yeah. I feel like they just need to upgrade from mop boy to just get one of like those pool cleaning sucking things. It's just yeah. like... Oh, But I mean, besides the sexual activity, saunas do obviously offer other... A vast range of entertainment. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Letty. I mean, they... Have theatres, you know, there's TV rooms yep. and films, mostly pornography <laughs> or the Golden Girls. They provide <laughs> fantasy rooms in regards to, Ooh, and this yep. is more so, yep, stepping a little bit back into the sexual side, but they yep. do have specific fantasy rooms or orgy rooms. One sauna actually has a room that has a full-size model of an Everlast truck in it where you can have sex in the back of it. <laughs> That's really Clear specific. Or, yeah. <laughs> and another one has a fake prison cell with rubber bars. Oh. It's all very, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's fun. what I read. Yep. <laughs> what I read. <laughs> you can do snack bars and drinks so that you can recuperate between orgasms. Yeah, the boys on The Gays Are Revolting all talk about how good the sandwiches are at Widow Wellington. Oh. Yeah, how good they are. <laughs> A cheeky toasty. <laughs> <laughs> and also in New York City back in the day, mm. they had disco rooms and they Love had it. actually famous DJs 
perform at them. Heaven. And they also had like a range of celebrities that would go yeah. as well, straight and gay, and just kind of dance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. also watch the sex. Well, they do um, they do pool parties at them as well mm-hmm. in certain parts of the year. I know with Midsummer, they always have specific pool parties. Throughout the year, they do certain age nights as well. Yep. A friend of mine actually hosts his birthday at Wedding World, and every <gasps> really? year has a pool party there. Yeah. Every year. And invites all his friends. Invites everyone. Here's another thing that people will do. Some people. Accommodation? Some pe- yes. <laughs> yeah. Read your mind. Yep. <laughs> like, you can hire out the rooms for like 12 hours or a fixed period overnight. So if yep. they're, you know, in town for a night, don't want to pay for a hotel. Friend of mine did that. Yep. But I don't know. It probably depends on the venue, but some of them sound very minimal. Yeah. Like a thin oh. vinyl mattress a bin. Oh my god. And my, that's kind of my it. friend Jared, he yep. just landed here from Canada. Yep. He was moving here for two years and he got into Melbourne, didn't know where he was staying, what he'd do, yep. looked up, found Wedon Wellington, yep. <laughs> got in there, put his luggage, locked the door and just like slept, <laughs> slept. there oh my god. for the night. Great. So he yeah. actually did just sleep there. He did actually just sleep and there. Didn't yeah. sleep with anyone. No. That technically be cool. Yeah, yeah, well I mean it was his first day. <laughs> <laughs> It's also a therapeutic side to some of the saunas that actually mm. offer massage and reflexology. Yeah, and some people probably just go there to be social yes. and actually use the facilities. And 100%. maybe just having sex is a bonus if it happens. Just on the side. People um, do it at gyms all the time anyway. So Some people even have met their lifelong partners at bathhouses. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I met a couple recently. Not that long ago, because as I said, recently. (laughs) (laughs) And they met at a sauna in the middle of an orgy, but whatever, like it was at a sauna. (laughs) That's great. Good for them. So in the late 70s in the United States, there were close to 200 gay bathhouses across all cities, which is quite a lot. Melbourne has two. And then by the 1990, that amount dropped to about 90. And then today there's less than 70. Wow. Which is like not too dramatic a decrease, I suppose, since the 70s. But most of the patrons, I think, are generally a bit older. There's a few reasons why we don't have as many anymore. One issue was, especially with the ones in New York City, there was a big problem with drugs in the late 70s. And people would just go there and take a lot of drugs. And so much, though, that it was kind of not even really functioning as a... It was kind of almost just like a... Just a drug den. Just a drug den, yeah. Yeah. And so some of the owners just decided to close it down because it wasn't a functional space, wasn't healthy, and they just kind of had had enough with it. It's more of a hazard. Yeah. Yeah. But then during the AIDS epidemic, AIDS crisis in the early 80s, particularly again in New York and San Francisco because they are the two gay capitals of the United States Mm -hmm. slash world, a lot of bathhouses were seen as helping spread the disease and enabling promiscuity, and a lot of them closed voluntarily or by legal, social, or political pressure. And that kind of also led to the stigmatization with younger people. Yes. But not just that stigma, but like people were actually just feared going, like with all that going on, we're just like, I'm probably going to like abstain from sex, especially maybe in that environment as well. I mean, it's obvious why they were targeted, I know, but it's also ridiculous in the sense that we'll close them down, but people are still going to have sex. And there are still other places people are, that... People aren't going to stop people, having sex exactly. just because of bathhouses being yeah, closed. It was kind of a, you know, knee-jerk reaction, but I think that from some people it was definitely like very homophobic. Oh. Um, but then there were even gay activists that were saying that those bathhouses weren't really doing 
enough to make sure that people were like aware and healthy and protecting them. So it was like, try to close them down until we can address the problem. Keep them open, but provide sex education. Well, yeah, that started to happen much later. And now it's kind of just standard and expected that facilities will comply with like certain codes and even the staff may be like required to just know basics about sexual health. The other thing is as to the decline is just the fact that a lot of the population back then especially was also lost to AIDS. Yes. The, the younger generation just kind of see it as maybe a bit of an outdated kind of thing. So a few different things that happened. Mm. And also now there's Grindr. But there's, it's a different experience. In all honesty, I've got friends that love it. I've got friends that have never been. I've been twice. Yep. One being Wet on Wellington mm-hmm. and one being Subway Saunas. I went with um, one of my best friends at the time. It wasn't for me. Yep. However, I did have a delightful time. Great. One of them I met, this delicious South African man, and <laughs> we met in the pool. Yep. And it was around the time that I had this massive quaff yep. hairstyle. It was like, oh God, it was like Patsy Stone. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to be all sexy in the pool. And I've like gone to do a bit of a Baywatch, like dunk oh my, my hair in the water. As I've flicked it back out, I was quite drunk. So I'd forgotten the fact that when my hair gets wet, it's kind of like the gremlin out of the movie Gremlins. Like, don't feed it after midnight. Hair gets wet and my hair turns into like Sideshow Bob out of (laughs) (laughs) slash Dinah Ross. And it was just like, vush. Anyway, he was one very sexy South African man who rocked my world that night, despite my haircut. (laughs) But I think everybody's different. Do they serve drinks? They do serve drinks seems a little bit dangerous. Well, I mean... I'm just no. thinking like pools. They have RSA, yeah. like responsible service yeah, yeah. of alcohol and whatnot as well. But I mean, a lot of people are going there after nights out. That's what I mean. Yeah, so they've that's already been thinking. at a club. So yeah. they're already letting patrons who, you know, maybe slightly yeah. intoxicated or whatever. You actually have to sign a waiver as well mm. when you arrive, understanding the rules and regulations of when you step in there, mm-hmm. knowing the risks practicing safe sex mm-hmm. and and I guess also just knowing boundaries as well yep. and what's appropriate and what's not. And even though bathhouses were in their heyday in the 70s and 80s, police raids and a little bit of police corruption mm-hmm. has stemmed from the 1970s up until like the early noughties. Yeah, no, it still happens from time to time. There was one raid that actually happened in Toronto, Canada at a Toronto women's bathhouse. Yes, Did I you heard read about that? this. Yeah, it's full on. Male police officers actually raided the women's sauna. And it was just a one-off event. So this place was already yeah. established. So it's like, why were they raiding on this one night? Absolutely. I mean, on any night, but like the one night that the women were there where it's just even more inappropriate. So inappropriate. Yeah. And I think they were questioning around about 10 women there that it was quite a traumatizing experience for them. Horrible. Other places, Britain routinely had their um, saunas and bathhouses raided. That was up until around about the 1980s or so, until it started being seen in the media as obviously homophobic. You know, because it was in the middle of the gay rights movement. Yeah, because a lot of times they were raiding because homosexuality was technically illegal. It wasn't uncommon, but it wasn't common to be arrested for homosexuality. You'd have to kind of be caught. So this is a good way to obviously catch people out. But yeah, in New York City, some of the owners said that they would send like a good looking policeman in sometimes. Undercover. Undercover Mm -hmm. um, to lure some, you know, someone into the bait and then just like whip out the handcuffs. And then from that, like a lot of bribes and corruption sort of came into it, paying off either the police or the mafia were involved somehow as well. One of the last times at the Continental, a very famous bathhouse in New York City, was raided, they were kind of just so sick of it that they collected 250,000 signatures and they did a march on City Hall um, and they actually got the laws changed so that homosexuality 
in private amongst consenting adults was no longer illegal. Right. Like, it wasn't completely okay. They just kind of managed to make that little bit of progress, which is really cool because that's how progress happens, just like, you know, little by little. Step by step. Step by step. Brick by brick. Yeah. You were doing the, (laughs) oh my God, I love it. You were doing the TV show. I was thinking Whitney Houston step by step. (laughs) But together, we come together. Yeah. And Brendy, for a lot of people, consent is not a confusing thing to understand, regardless of the context. But there are some people that will always be challenged by it, let's Mm -hmm. just say that. And probably and sex on premises sites is probably where some people may push those boundaries a bit more, regardless of, you know, like everything set up for it to be a safer place. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned the Gatorade before. Mm -hmm. Um, That is an issue. Obviously, also, if, you know, whatever you've consumed before going there as well can make you maybe... And not shaming anyone, not <laughs> blaming anyone, but like can make you an easier target and people have gone there and oh my God. had horrible things happen to them and kind yes. of like woken up and not consented to things yes. and just been taken advantage of. Yeah, there, I mean, there have been reported cases of sexual assault happening at some bathhouses. Yeah, I'd say like a lot of gay men would have a good note, would know someone that something like that has happened. Yeah. Um, it's obviously good that, you know, venues will include this kind of in their yes. waiver and stuff like that because obviously some people aren't aware but I don't think that's going to do much if you're not the sort of person like if you're going to spike someone's drink or you're kind of looking to do that but for other people that might treat it like anyone who's there is kind of up for it which is not the case no not at all the interesting thing though is that there's less verbal communication at those venues which should be adequate but for some people it can lead to a kind of more discreet and depersonalized atmosphere Mm-hmm. But I would say, I don't know if that is the main issue. Like, you know, once someone's having sex, but obviously people should be aware of what they're comfortable with and what not. I mean, obviously it can end at any time, but I think it's more someone whose drink is spiked or is intoxicated ends up in a room and is sexually assaulted maybe by multiple people. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Lenny, are there many female bathhouses? I hadn't heard of any, but I have looked into it, and there are a few there are a offering few. different sort of services. So there's the Hot House in Seattle. It's more of a social space, though, not intended as a pickup joint, but often people do meet other women there. Yeah. But it's not a sex on premises site. There's the Kabuki Springs and Spa, which is in San Francisco. Kabuki. It's a like Japanese themed bathhouse. Fun. And the women all scrub together before they head into their like super hot baths. 
There's no kind of touching allowed. It prioritizes relaxation and quiet, but apparently it isn't devoid of, you know, opportunities to to meet women. Yeah. And then there is actually an organiza- two organizations that hold these events that we've mentioned. Like a night. Yeah, like a night. So there's Pussy Palace and She Dogs. The first one started in 98 and the second one in 2014. I love how creative our and- community gets with names for places. <laughs> she- <laughs> Pussy Palace. And She Dogs. <laughs> And yeah, they basically just take over male bathhouses. There's a lot more verbal communication and talking and touches are usually more like flirtation or an indulgence Mm -hmm. um, in a way of just taking advantage of the environment. But usually people already know the person socially. They may even be dating them because some people actually set up like a sex date or a play date and they'll meet at the bathhouse. Oh yeah. And they may like know, like, you know, details of what they're going to do or how they're going to come. Speaking of coming, it's actually apparently it's a lot louder mm-hmm. than men's baths. Goodness. And not that I've been. There's, I don't think there's any in Australia. If I'm wrong, tell me about it, but I probably won't Write to us. <laughs> and the other thing is that because these are like bathhouses for gay men, people have reported that there's not really enough horizontal spaces, which women tend to need a bit more of. Mm-hmm. They don't really get the full experience. Oh, ladies, so picky. <laughs> <laughs> So some films that feature bathhouses. Yes. We have the Oscar-winning film of last year, The Green Book. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. I actually really liked it. I I thought I would hate it. Nah. Loved it. And my heart was warmed. Yeah. So the main character is found to be having sex with another man in a kind of bathhouse situation, or I'm not sure if it's like a gym, but there's water and there's gay sex and he's almost arrested. Yes. And then he's kind of saved by the hero of the film. Yeah, the bodyguard. Yes. It's like a gay version of the bodyguard. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's less cliche and yeah, a lot more what, heartwarming is, than I thought. Like yes. He really grows on you. Oh, yeah. the film's more about race than it is about his homosexuality, but this yes. story, this little side story was just yep. really what bonded their friendship, which yep. is incredible. There's also The Band Played On, which came out in 1993. There's Haman, which is an Italian film from 97. And there's The River, also from 97, which is a Taiwanese film, which actually contains a sequence where the lead character visits a gay bathhouse and has sex in a totally dark room with his father, who then slaps him when the light goes on. Your face, Brandy. (laughs) <laughs> it's a controversial like, film. Uh, what? Yeah, it's a, this director's really bit dark. I haven't actually seen it. I've always wanted to. I think it's more about the fact that they're both closeted and gay and it's led to this weird situation. And according to the director, he had a difficult time convincing the actor who played the father to appear in the film. He was a bit uncomfortable with like homosexuality. However, he agreed to take part after he did some research by visiting these establishments. <laughs> Which is so funny. I don't know if that led to him being a bit more open-minded or just having like a bit of a good time, but Mm. he then decided to do the film and was all for it. There's also an episode of Looking, Bathhouses and Gay Bosses. Yeah, and Sex in the City, when all the girls go to a female bathhouse. Oh, true, but do they have sex? No. I missed that episode. They still go to a a female sauna. Is that the one with Samantha? She's... Trying to get a happy ending from the masseuse. Yeah, she gets a lightning bolt shaved into no, her No, she's hair. trying to get... The masseuse sometimes gives, like, a happy ending to his female... Yes. Yes, but she's... She and Charlotte can't, can't deal it. with, like, being in a nudie house type situation. <laughs> yeah. And the fabulous Bette Midler is the number one icon of the bathhouses, <laughs> as we know, because this is where she was discovered. <laughs> and she literally earned the nickname Bathhouse Betty. 
So it was at the Continental where she started and she was accompanied by her pianist, Barry Manilow. <laughs> so weird. Um, who who he actually would sometimes sit at the piano in just his towel <laughs> playing the music. That's where she created her stage persona, the Divine Miss M. And there's also a documentary about the Continental and a film in the works about the history of the Continental Baths. Yeah, it's actually adapted from the owner's memoir. I can't uh, wait to see it. I yeah, that it, that will be good. Yeah. Other um, notable celebrities yes. that frequented uh, bathhouses: Truman Capote, yes, aka the director of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yep. You got Harvey Milk, the politician, and the incredible Freddie Mercury. Yes. Okay. Can I'm you not- imagine being in a bathhouse and <laughs> Freddie Mercury's behind you? You'd be like, you know what? It's been a good day. <laughs> <laughs> And like all good sessions at the sauna, we have come to an end. We've dried off. We've returned our keys, packed up our little bags, and we're ready to go. Hey, Lenny. Yep, we've got my little bag. Got your little bag. lube and my towel. Lost you for a while, Darth. Here we are. We're back again. Oh, it's been a hoot as always. Yes, it has. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And any word suggestions, do write to us because we've been getting quite a lot and we... it's been an absolute delight getting different suggestions. Yes, we love them. It's yeah. great. And fan mail. Oh, and fan mail. Yay. Now, Brendan, have fun in Sydney this weekend. <laughs> Thank you for the. We've been nominated for the Australian Podcast Awards, so I'm flying up to Sydney. I'm very sad you can't come with me. Yes, I'm sorry. Anywhere there, where there's Brendy and Bubbles, <laughs> Lenny will not go. Um, but yes, I'll keep you posted and I cannot wait to attend the um, Australian Podcast Awards 2019. Oh, yeah, I'm very happy for you. I'm happy <laughs> and for you us if and us yeah. and our producer. It's very exciting. <laughs> but once again, we will see you all fabulous listeners in a fortnight. Yes, two weeks. Two weeks time. 14 days. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 